Defibrillator Saves the Life of a Man in Tullow, article by Suzanne Pender. Access to a defibrillator and the quick thinking of a brave Tullow family helped to save a life at the weekend. On Saturday evening, a Tullow man suffered a sudden and serious cardiac attack, but luckily his astute family immediately sprang into action. The family used the public access defibrillator which is located at Tullow Men's Shed in the town and administered it twice on the man to shock his heart back into rhythm. They got the defibrillator off the wall at Tullow Men's Shed and his son used it twice on him, explained Frank Morris, chairman of the local men's shed. The family had the ambulance on the phone and they were talking the son through it. It definitely saved his life and it's great to hear that the man is now doing well in hospital. The family rang me at 10pm on Saturday and again at 11.30pm to let me know how he was and to say how grateful they are. Thankfully there was a defibrillator available to him, said Frank. This week, members of Tullow Men's Shed were justifiably proud that they took the decision to allow the defibrillator to be placed outside their building three years ago, despite some early reservations. We were approached by Tullow Community First Responders about putting it on our wall because we had CCTV access and electrical power. We did worry about vandalism at first, but it has never been touched in the three years. We're all delighted that it was used this week and that it saved a life especially now when we're not all together. I let the committee know about what happened and there's been lots of text messages since. It's brilliant to know it was such a help to someone, said Frank. The defibrillator at Tullow's men's shed is one of three public access defibrillators in Tullow. They are available 24-7 all year round and without the need for a code. The other two are located at Morgan's Pharmacy in the Square and O'Toole's Centra Circle K, Bunclody Road. The defibrillator was returned to the wall of Tullow's men's shed within hours of Saturday's evening's incident, once again available to the next person in need. Book on Bog features kids' artwork, article by Elizabeth Lee. There was great excitement in the South County Carlow National Schools of St Brendan's Drummond, Skull Moling, Glynn and St Michael's Newtown recently when a book was released that featured the youngsters' artwork inspired by a local bog. The e-book commemorates an art project called Unfrocken, which ran in the three schools when local Carlo artist Jules Michael worked with the young people to make artworks inspired by the nearby Drummond Bog. Situated just up from St Mullins, Drummond, or Red Bog, is Carlo's only raised bog and the last remaining one in the southeast of Ireland. Funded by Creative Ireland with the support of Carlo Arts Office and the Drummond Bog Project, the Unfrocken Project connected this very special Carlo environment with its surrounding young people through arts activities. Their creative projects were brought together in a large installation that filled Drummond Hall with art in 2019. A great turnout of pupils, teachers, family and friends gathered to view the young people's creative, fun and engaged responses to Drum and Bog, making for a very special and celebratory afternoon. And now, photos from that exhibition, the children's collaboration and Drum and Bog itself have been made into an e-book which will be freely available in PDF format through the Drum and Bog Project website. 
Hard copy books will be donated to the three schools and also to the libraries of Burris and Carlo for viewing into the future. The launch of the e-book coincides with World Wetlands Day. Held annually on the 2nd of February, World Wetlands Day celebrates our waterways, bogs, rushy fields, saltwater marshes and estuaries nationally and internationally. These wetlands are vital because they support an immense and diverse ecosystem. Wind Farm Protesters to Hold Online Meeting Article by Suzanne Pender A campaign fervently opposed to the development of a wind farm on the slopes of Mount Leinster will hold a virtual meeting this Thursday evening, the 4th of February. The Save Mount Leinster group will hold a virtual town hall meeting via Zoom this Thursday from 7.30pm to 9pm. Those wishing to attend are asked to RSVP to the email savemountleinster at gmail.com to receive a Zoom link. Numbers are limited, so the public are advised to book their virtual seats as soon as possible. Keelch's proposal for Crochen Wind Farm, which consists of seven 178-metre wind turbines, was formally submitted to Carlow County Council last week. Keelch says the proposed Crochen Wind Farm project forms part of its contribution to helping both the state and County Carlow to meet their emissions reductions targets and that it plays a role in promoting and sustaining a cleaner, more secure, healthier environment for our children and future generations. The Zoom meeting will discuss Coelch's wind farm proposal and the implications for Mount Leinster. The meeting will also outline the points to be considered for those who may wish to make an objection to the wind farm proposal. The closing date for receipt of submissions on this planning application to Carlow County Council is Thursday the 25th of February. The Save Mount Leinster campaign is also encouraging donations from those who cannot attend the meeting but want to support the group's objection to the proposal. Clonigal Restaurant Retains Michelin Status Article by Elizabeth Lee Popular Carlow restaurant, Sharo Bistro in Clonigal has retained its Michelin Bib Gourmand status in the just-published Michelin Guide Great Britain and Ireland 2021. The awards recognise those establishments offering good food at affordable prices. Shah Rowe, owned and run by Chef Henry Stone and his Swiss wife Stephanie Barillier, has consistently won awards since it opened in 2005. The couple met while working in Marlfield House Gorey where Henry's reputation as head chef was a major draw. While looking for a venue for their new restaurant idea, the newly married couple spotted the 18th century house in Clonigal in January 2005. They spent the summer of that year renovating it into Charo Bistro, which opened that September. We're absolutely delighted to hold on to the award. It's a bit of a worry every year, so we're thrilled to retain it, Stephanie told the Nationalist. She and Henry have battened down the hatches of their bistro during the current lockdown, but they're hopeful they will be allowed to return to business in April or May. Elsewhere, Circa Restaurant in Terranure, Dublin, which is owned by three friends, including Ross Duffy from Stratford-on-Slaney, County Wicklow, and Emmett Murphy from Kiltegan, County Wicklow, 
along with Dublin-born chef Gareth Nocton, also retained its bib gourmand. Pippa Matthews from Baltinglass has also been awarded the bib for another year for her Uno Mass restaurant in Anger Street, Dublin. €500 Euro worth of drugs seized in Garda Raid, article by Elizabeth Lee. A search at a house in Carlow Town on Friday the 29th of January resulted in the seizure of €500 Euro worth of cannabis and other paraphernalia consistent with the sale and supply of drugs. A man in his 30s was charged and will appear in court at a later date. House burgled in Ballon. Garthy are investigating a burglary at a house in the Castle Grace area of Ballon. The burglary occurred around 6pm on Friday evening, the 29th of January. The patio door at the rear of the house was smashed and rooms throughout the property were ransacked. A sum of cash was taken. A dark saloon-type vehicle was observed in the area. Garthy and Tullow are appealing for information. Businesses find clever new ways to stay afloat during the pandemic. Article by Elizabeth Lee. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, and with Ireland now in the midst of its third lockdown, business owners have had to innovate and adapt just to survive. With everyone's physical movements being restricted, shop owners look to technology to connect them to their customers. One such business in Carlow Town that really embraced and developed its online presence is Detail Menswear in the potato market. Businessman Philip MacDonald used the first lockdown back in March and April to buckle down and learn the finer points of online trading. With financial support from Enterprise Ireland, he developed a website that was appealing to his customers and easy for them to buy online. We had a website and had done some e-commerce before lockdown, but when your back is against the wall, you realise you have to get on with it, explained Philip. We spent March and April learning, and it really took off. The season changed, and we were relevant again. It's been non-stop, and we do free delivery, which is a huge aspect to it. We were afraid at first that our usual level of service would not come across online, but you need to get over yourself and get on with it. Detail Menswear now sells clothes in all parts of Ireland, and not just in the Carlow Kilkenny catchment area, where it has two branches. Philip reckons that the government's various financial packages and ongoing support with employees' wages are crucial to the survival of businesses. There's huge help out there from the government, Whether it's from the local Enterprise office or through Enterprise Ireland, it's there, Philip pointed out. Colin Duggan is manager of the Woodford Dolman Hotel in Carlow and is the president of Carlow Chamber of Commerce. The hotel is only open to essential workers during this lockdown, but rather than letting its normally busy kitchen lie idle, it has rethought its customer service model and unusually for a hotel, is now doing a takeaway service. Yes, this is a change for us. We deliver through Just Eat, but we deliver the food ourselves too, said Colin. We're quite busy. I'm surprised because we don't fit into a takeaway brand. People want a home-cooked meal, and that's what we do. Many, many businesses in Carlow Town have shut their doors for this lockdown, and sadly, many of them won't reopen. 
That's why Colin's mind is fixed on the future and how to save the town centre. As president of the chamber, he and other members have connected with local politicians to develop and support business post-Covid. Particularly, a comprehensive €21 million Euro development plan for Carlow Town, which was launched last year. It proposes to link the Fairgreen Shopping Centre to Carlow Shopping Centre, creating pedestrian traffic into Potato Market and Tullow Street. It's important for us to support this plan. The town centre hasn't developed over the past number of years, Colin pointed out. One of the more successful businesses, and one which has developed a new modus operandi, is the Lemongrass restaurant on Kennedy Avenue. When it was forced to put away its a la carte menus due to the lockdowns, brothers Paul and Mark Mullen developed the takeaway side of their business. Thai food is particularly suited to takeaway, and the restaurant's customers adapted to the new service. We're not making money, but we're not losing money. It's keeping us going. It's working, but it's lifeless. We'd love to have customers back here in the dining room, said Paul. Unfortunately, the restaurant was also affected by COVID-19 when one of the chefs was identified as a close contact to someone who had the infection. Rather than taking any risks at all, the Mullen brothers immediately shut down their three restaurants in Carlow, Kilkenny and Clonmel and stayed closed for almost three weeks in January. I couldn't risk infecting the staff or the public. We needed to nip it in the bud. It just happened to be the two quietest weeks of the year, too. You can't be too careful with this. We're looking forward to reopening after the restrictions, and I don't see any problem, because our customers are very good. They've been very supportive of us.